players, <clears throat> guys, welcome to episode number 43 of the Sports Plus Live, Sports Plus Live podcast. Um, my name is Edgar, Mr. A.K.A. Rodriguez. I can't even talk right now. I've been in, in isolation for that long. Um, I think I'm a virgin again. Um, but kind of good news. The stuff is starting to open up again. Stuff is starting to slowly open up. Um, it's kind of probably, it's kind of probably going to be a trial run, by the way. Um, episode number 43, I almost left this out. Episode number 43, one of the most exciting football players ever. One of the best hairs ever. Um, the Troy Palomalu episode of the Sports Plus Life podcast. If you guys don't know Troy Palomalu, um, the guy was, no one was like him. I want to talk about him real quick. Troy Palomalu looked like one of the, you know, probably if you talk to him, one of the coolest dude, Islander, Hawaiian-ish, um, Samoan, I believe. And, um. You know, very nice dude. I think he even plays like the ukulele. I'm not sure. But the, the guy's a monster on the field. Was a monster. Retired. Championship. Hall of Famer. All that. Um, but yeah. This is a special episode as well. Not a lot of dudes were like him. And um, um, he was very exciting to watch. And every, I don't think anyone really hated him. He did hate one dude. Who was it? Oh, it was Antonio Brown. I think Ryan Clark put it out there and said, hey, receivers are alive, which means they get hit. And it was Antonio Brown that he hit, which a lot of people don't like him right now anyway. So you could tell when someone like Paul Malo is pissed off and it takes a lot to piss him off, you're you're a piece of shit. That's what that's what uh, old Uncle to- uh, Antonio Brown is. But anyways, moving on. Um, things are slowly starting to open back up again, which is pretty cool. Um I think I, you know, what kind of hope I'm going to let you guys go outside first. Let me know how it is and maybe I'll follow suit eventually. Um, but I'm fine, man. I'm, I'm, I'm fine where I'm at. I'm with my workstation. Um, playing my video games, watching whatever sports I can, um, listening to whatever podcasts I can. And I'm working at the same time. Um, definitely being, uh, entertained by the last dance, the Chicago Bulls story. Of the 1998 dynasty, Chicago Bulls, three-peat, I think is what it was. Um, if you haven't checked out my videos and my reactions of that, um, I will link them in the description below. Um, also, just if you, you better be subscribed to this channel, Sports Plus Life, on YouTube. And you can see them all there under the baby podcast. Um, also, follow me on MRAKACO on Instagram and Instagram, Twitter. And then also Sports Plus Life on Instagram and Twitter. And then Twitch as well. I'm streaming my video games. I'm getting better. Hey, I'm getting there. I'm going to start stringing wins together on Call of Duty Warzone. Um, so follow me on Twitch, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, twitch.tv slash M-R-A-K-A-C-O, or just download the app, uh, Twitch app, and uh, find me there. Um, Still a little bit of sports to report on. The draft just happened. I was I was like I almost forgot what I was saying. I don't even I'm not I don't even say report on to talk about because I'm not a reporter. I don't report on shit. <laughs> this is a podcast you probably listen. You probably might want to listen to it right away. You probably listen in a week from now and you're like, oh, yeah, this already happened. Um, but still, you know, with some sports popping off, the big thing popping off that just popped off not too long ago is the NFL draft. NFL draft just happened. Um. And um, that's kind of like what phase two of the NFL, 
the NFL coming back. Um, the NFL offseason, I guess, free agency just happened. A lot of big moves. Um, and then now it's the draft. And there was a lot of winners, but there's also a few losers. Um, I definitely wanted to talk about a few teams. Obviously, um, let me go ahead. Obviously, um, first round went like this. One second. First round obviously went with Joe Burrow going to the Cincinnati Bengals, which is, um, which was supposed to happen, which was definitely going to happen. I mean, there is um, no doubt that was going to happen. You'd be dumb not to take him. He was the best player in the country last year. Um, but they had no choice. They need a quarterback. Andy Dalton's kind of run his time there. Don't know what's going to happen to Andy Dalton. Don't know if he's going to be the starter coming up. I would assume if you take someone number one, they're going to they're going to probably play him here very, very quickly or very, very, you know, initially. Um, um, but one thing is this is going to be a theme that plays out with anybody, really. Because it doesn't matter if you're number one pick in the first round or you're Mr. Relevant in the seventh round. Um, it doesn't really matter because someone like Tom Brady was taking, what, I think, pick 199? One of the best quarterbacks, one of the best players that ever lived. Um, Terrell Davis, Hall of Famer, multiple championships with the Denver Broncos. Um, Hall of Fame, you know, had great years, um, rushing titles, and um, was undrafted. So it, sometimes it doesn't even matter if you get drafted or not. Um, it just matters if you put the work in. So one of the themes going, you know, going on when, when I talk about these draft picks, when I talk about, you know, any of my thought processes or my um, my opinion on, on some of these picks, some of these teams' picks, the one thing you have to keep in mind is only time will tell. Only time will tell whether or not they're going to put the work in. Only time will tell whether or not, um, you know, they are, um, you know, their their picks are going to work out. Um, I'm not in the office. I'm not a, um, I'm not a front office person. Front office person. So um, they have different needs. Um, Different needs, you know, they evaluate the situation, see what they need, see what they want, see what's going to fit in their future. Um, but there's definitely some people out there, you're like, you kind of scratch your head and you're like, why are we talking about the future when we need stuff now? And the first people that come to mind is the Green Bay Packers. But we're going to get to that here in a second. We're definitely going to talk about the Green Bay Packers and who they picked. But real quick about the first round, Joe Burrow to Cincinnati. Um... And what I was going to elaborate on, it was who knows if, <clears throat> you know, you can have amazing seasons, amazing career as a college athlete. Sometimes it just won't translate to the NFL for many reasons. Um, take a look at people like Tim Tebow, one of the best college players ever. Vince Young, probably one of the best college players ever. Um, Jamarcus Russell, one of the best college, you know, one of the biggest arms you ever seen coming out of LSU as well. Um, it takes a lot. It takes a village, you know, just like they say, it takes a village to raise a child. It's same thing with the NFL. If your head coaching personnel isn't right, if your teammates aren't right, leadership on that team isn't correct. You don't have people to check you outside of the NFL, the friends or family to check you outside and put you on the right path. All that, you know, being chosen number one doesn't really mean shit. If you don't have the mentality 
You don't have the right people around you, the right team, the right leadership around you. So there's a lot, you know, that kind of goes into, you know, being successful in the NFL. Um, And I think that, you know, only time will tell. Will um, Joe Burrow become one of the best quarterbacks ever? Will he put that work in? Will he bring you a championship? Yeah, he's been a winner everywhere else, but, um, you know, it's kind of easy to say when you're, when these, when there's, you know, there's 19, you know, 18 year olds chasing you and stuff like that. But when these grown men are chasing you who are smarter and been around a long time, know the tricks and tra- tricks of the trade or whatever, whatever. Um, it's very, very different um, compared to the college game. And, um, who knows if his game's going to, his, you know, his talent's going to translate. I do think Chase Young, not right away, but I think in a couple years, maybe a year or two, about two or three years, you'll definitely see him develop into someone beastly. Um, <clears throat> first year is going to be a little bit rough, going to be a good le- learning period for him. Um, especially going out um, to the Redskins is where he went to. Very obvious pick as well there. Um, Ron Rivera is a defensive guy, so. Only right, he chose a, a defensive player, the best defensive player in the country. So um, that really makes sense. I mean, like I said, he needs that leadership. He needs – they're going to need – these are – got to keep in mind, these guys are still kids, um, very young guys. Um, but they're going to need – you know, they're going to need help. They're going to need leadership. They're going to need guidance. And hopefully that all works out for them. Um Number three to me, Detroit, taking Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. Which a lot of people kind of make sense. They need to make, they need to fill that hole that Darius Slay left. Darius Slay, very solid CB. Um, I, I can't remember. I, I know they kind of picked someone up. I can't remember who it was. Was it the dude from New York? No. Shit. Everyone shut up. <laughs> Let me. I'm just gonna bother. But anyways, Jeff Okuda being chosen by the Lions and as a third pick in the first round. Um, I um. Um, you know, you guys know how I feel about the cornerback position. Um, how I feel about that DB position. I did he play well? I think yeah, he did in the Big Ten for sure against teams like you know, I don't know what they put. Who did they play? Rice? No, Rice is like Big Twelve. I don't know what they were. They, they played Rice, Troy. I can't remember who, who was all in the Big Ten. Um, outside of you know Michigan, Michigan doesn't have a good quarterback. Um, <clears throat> Michigan doesn't have a good quarterback. Michigan State and like a lot of that people in the Big Ten, you know, outside of Wisconsin probably, um, were very very solid teams. Weren't very weren't very solid teams outside of Wisconsin and um, Ohio State, but Jeff Okuda being chosen number three, and that's one of those things. Like I got, I mean, I got want to reiterate. This is only time will tell. It's very easy to look good when one you have another first round cornerback on the other side of the on the other side of the field, and two you have Chase Young chasing down these quarterbacks. Um, it's you know, it's very easy to look good in that situation. So. I think Detroit probably would have probably should have filled a different void. Um, 
especially with that pick, uh, maybe a running back. I don't remember. Let's take a look, see what they got, because I think I got pulled up here. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Um, he took a running back, DeAndre Swift, in the second round. So I definitely feel that void, but I would, I mean, I don't know. There's probably other picks you could have gone there. That's just me. That's just me, me in the cornerback position. We don't get along, blah, 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 whatever. But once again, what's the theme here? Say with me, only time will tell. Um, Number five, the Dolphins skipping over New York. Doesn't matter. They took offensive tackle. Um, Andrew Thomas from Georgia because they need to protect Daniel Jones. <clears throat> and um, number five, they took the Dolphins selected to attack of Oli, tag of Tagovala, Tagovala. Um, QB from Alabama makes sense. <clears throat> They're going to need to fill that. They really haven't had a quarterback. Tannehill was a quarterback. Got traded last year. Um, it's been Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick filling in. <coughs> um, which is, I think he did a solid job filling in. He's, a, he's one of those journeymen from Harvard. From Harvard, so he's a smart dude. Um, but there's a question mark there with Tua. Will his injury allow him to be the quarterback that they want him to be? Will the hip injury not hinder him moving forward? Because we all know how complicated hip injuries are. Um, having hip surgery. They say he's 100%. He says he's 100%. Doctors have all cleared him. One of those things where I doubt he'll do very much playing this year unless there's an injury. I think he'll sit the year. I think he'll learn. I think he'll get a feel for it, get the reps. Um, they have to, it has to be touch and go, in my opinion, when it comes to Tua. Um, his size will come in question. Um, his mobility. I mean, it could look, I mean, anyone could look good in a 10 second video on Instagram and be like, Hey, look at me. I'm pretty good. You know, there's a difference between that and actually doing the damn thing. Um, but same thing. Who knows how they, you know, it takes a village, you know, is Brian Flores, the guy who's going to groom him into that dude. Um, who knows? I don't know. Do you know? Tell me because I don't know. Um, they definitely did have a lot of picks in that first round. Um, where'd it go? I'm trying to think of here because there's so much to unravel. The draft was pretty cool in self. I like the draft. I like the whole, um, <clears throat> virtual thing. Didn't have to hear all these stupid fans. But I liked, I, it's just me. I don't know. Um, they took Austin Jackson. Offensive tackle as the 18 pick in the first round. And then Noah Igby Nagine, cornerback at Auburn. God, that's so hard to say. Uh, Igby Nagine. Igby Nagine. I think that's how they say it. And cornerback out of Auburn. <clears throat> so filling a bunch of different needs. I mean, everyone's trying to fill needs except for the Packers, which we'll get to here in a second. Well, maybe. Maybe. I think they were filling their needs. Maybe they're thinking a little bit too far ahead. Um, but yeah, and then also not to mention, they also made a ridiculous amount of off-season moves as well. The Miami Dolphins. Um, what the hell is this? 
No, 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 no. Everyone chill. I don't need. Um, hold on. Offseason moves. Here we go. Who they add? They added um, was it Kyle, Kyle Van Noy, the linebacker? Let's take a look here. <clears throat> this is sixteen. Get out of here. Um, let me bring it up here. Um, because it's gonna bother me. Yeah, they added um. Yeah, Kyle Van Noy at linebacker. Eldon Roberts. Emmanuel Ogba, edge rusher. Um, Shaq Lawson as well, um, edge rusher. Ted Karras, offensive line. Byron Jones, quarterback from the uh, from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <clears throat> Eric Flowers, offensive tackle. Adrian Colbert, safety. So, uh, re-signed. So they made a lot of moves, and the Dolphins are someone you have to look out for, especially in now in a division where there's no more Tom Brady. It's still, you know, the Jets are still the Jets. And then you have the Bills, who also the Bills. Um, I don't think they made a whole lot of the different changes. As um, let's take a look here. The only thing they did add, and they definitely need the cornerback powers that they added, is Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is a big one. Josh Norman as well, cornerback. So actually, I lied. I gotta eat my words. They added, made a couple of moves. Um, once again. What's it, what am I going to say? Only time will tell. I'm going to make a shirt with that. Jesus. <clears throat> um, only time will tell how everything works out here. Um, the Dolphins have made a lot, a lot of moves. A lot of moves. And I think they're going in the right direction. Um, we'll see. Maybe they can win the division. It's up in the air now. Yeah, you still have Bill Belichick in New England, but no Tom Brady, no Gronk. You still have Edelman, but who's th who's throwing to Edelman? No one knows who's going to be throwing to Edelman. There's still a lot more offseason left to go. We're still barely in April. We still got till July for something to probably happen. For make sure you, I, 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 my opinion, I think we'll be in full swing back. You know, as far as sports goes, by July. That's just me. Three months away, two and two months away almost. Um, I think we'll be up and running. But who knows? Um, only time will... Okay, shut up, everyone. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Chargers added Justin Herbert with the departure of Phillip Rivers. Um, looks like they're going to go Tyrod Taylor, and then they just drafted Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Not impressed with Justin Herbert. I wasn't that impressed with him. Um, but once again, I'm not going to repeat myself. Um <clears throat> Although as our Arizona Cardinals did select along with Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury's amazing house. Did you guys see that shit? They even made a logo replica of it. Guy straight stunned. Um, but I don't think anyone's stunned or what is it? Flexed. That's what the kids say. Flexed. He flexed. Cliff Kingsbury flexed hard. But no one flexed harder than Jerry Jones doing the draft from his yacht. That's flexing. Billionaire Jerry. Um, <clears throat> they got, the, in my opinion, the best player in the draft. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Simmons, sorry. Isaiah Simmons, linebacker from Clemson, who could 
play a bunch of different positions in defense. He even said it himself. They're like, what position do you play? And he's all defense. Safety, cornerback, linebacker, strong safety. Whatever you want him to play, he's going to do it. And um, <clears throat> I like that pick. I really like that pick because um, the guy's a beast, man. The guy's just uh, he's an athlete. And I watched him, you know, in that championship game, in that game against Ohio State. The guy's a monster, man. Guy flies. Holy shit. I don't think I've ever seen anyone fly like that before um, since Troy Palomalu. The Troy Palomalu episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. Come on. Let's go. Only time will tell. Um, <clears throat> the Arizona Cardinals. We want to talk about a few teams here. Um, had a pretty good offseason as well because they added DeAndre Hopkins. Best signing, probably the biggest sign in the offseason. Um, also, they added offensive line, resigning uh, Marcus Gilbert, resigning Larry Fitzgerald, resigning Kenyon Drake to all one year deals. Um, so they are, they're right there, man. I think defense is what they definitely need because they were in big shootouts with the Seahawks, with the Rams, with the end of their vision, the Niners. Um, and the Niners beat them up each time. Never mind. But just that, I mean, you're you're this way off, you know, from, you know, making the playoffs push, especially this year with another extra spot opened up in the playoffs. So you're right there. Offensively, Kyler Murray is going to do work. You have Larry Fitzgerald returning. You have the one of the best, probably one of the best receivers, DeAndre Hopkins out there. Um, that's very a big tandem, those three right there. You have leadership. You have athleticism in Kyler Murray. You have the... Just the amazing wide receiver skills of DeAndre Hopkins. They added the offensive tackle. They can get in shootouts now and be a little bit more comfortable. Um, so we'll see. Kyler Murray from Oklahoma. Just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, there's so much. There's just so much to unveil. New England, New England tried to they traded away their pick in the first round, I believe, for something. Um. Yeah, I can't remember. There's so much to unravel here. Um, Cleveland Browns selected Jarek Wilkins, offensive tackle from Alabama. I mean, they need it. There, there's another team who's making a lot of offseason moves as well. Um, added. Uh, let's take a look here, because I don't want to fuck this up. Um, Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. They've added uh, Andrew Billings, defensive tackle. Um, Jack Conklin, who they paid pretty heavily, thirty-year, thirty-year guaranteed, thirty million guaranteed. Um, they added Austin Hooper, um, placed a second-round tender on Kareem Hunt, added Andy Janovich from the Denver Broncos, um, and then Case Keenum as a backup. So they're making a lot of good moves on offense to protect Baker Mayfield as well, give him that help uh, that he needed. Because, I mean, I don't know how many times where. There was a lot of blame placed on Baker Mayfield, but he still, a lot of the times he didn't have the you know the uh, protection. I will I like I said I've said it before I said it again I watched him here when he came to Denver, and I watched him zip some balls into OBJ and Jarvis Landry's hands right in the first opening drive and they both dropped him. I think I think OBJ had a couple drops in that game. So maybe with a little bit more time, maybe letting a play develop a little bit more by getting that protection on the offensive line, 
you'll see you'll see um you'll see some you'll 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 see a little bit different Cleveland Brown. Maybe a winning record Cleveland Brown team, which they haven't seen in God knows how long. Um and um don't worry, Victor, I I'll I'll kick you the money. Get out of my face. I owe Victor a little bit of money because I told him last year that the Browns were gonna at least gonna win their division, which they did they got smoked. Baltimore Ravens won the division. It's whatever, man. Shit happens. It happens. <clears throat> um what the hell am I doing here? Oh, right here. Uh moving on. Moving on to the draft. Just want to break down a couple more things here. I mean, my Denver Broncos. They knew what they were doing. It was very obvious what they were doing. And the Broncos, I think, had a really, really good draft. They added uh, a bunch of four by four. No, a you know, four by four relay team, pretty much. Uh, four, four, 40 yard dashes by tight end. Receiver, 4.28 receiver in uh, Jerry Judy. Um, <clears throat> I think they had a great draft. And they, and I think, and I mentioned the Chargers earlier, and then I mentioned what they've been doing on defense as well. Um, you take a look at within the division. Raiders, um, <clears throat> Raiders, Chargers, and the Chiefs. Chiefs obviously returning Super Bowl champions, returning a lot of players as well on both offense and defense. And the one thing that kills speed kills, because I think their motive, when you look at the Denver Broncos, what they were trying to do, what they were doing on draft day was a lot of it had to do with Chris Harris jr. Signing with the San Diego charge or San Diego. I said San Diego charges. I think everyone's saying that. So I'm not in the, I'm not alone here. The Los Angeles chargers, um, they they want to build a team weapons. They want to have weapons for Drew Lock to be able to throw to. This is it, it. I've said this before, and I want to say I think I said it on the last Sports Plus Live podcast episode number forty two. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, we everything's moved. I think I think I was talking about basketball players. I can't remember now. But this is a, everything's more geared toward athleticism. Everyone has to be an athlete, and um, that's just sports in general. Everyone's an athlete. Everyone has to be a jack of all trades. Everyone has to be in shape. Now, <clears throat> you fight fire with fire, especially within your division. You're gonna have to get into shootouts. You're gonna have to be quick off the ball. You're gonna have to have. Quick feet, quick cans. So you go out there and get Jared Judy. Jared Judy is where they got at the first, the first round from uh, Alabama, I believe. Shit, how come I don't know this? Edgar, Edgar, Jared Judy from Alabama. Quick, great hands, great route runner, very athletic. Second round, Denver Broncos select. You see me find my team here real quick. Can't remember his name. KJ Hamler, another four two four three speed out of Penn State. And then they take a cornerback, Michael Ujumudidi for Iowa. They all take center. They take a center, Lloyd Christianberry, they're one of the best centers in the country from LSU. Um, one other picks as well is um, <clears throat> Albert 
Okwigbuonam. Okay. Let's go look it up because I'm not going to mess up his poor guy's name. Um, <clears throat> a former target of Drew Locks at Missouri. Um, and then let me take a look here. Denver Broncos. So that's what they did in the draft. Offseason, they, they piled up on defense. Adding A.J. Bowie, Jarrell Casey on defensive line. We are stacking the defense. And also, we have protection with Graham Glasgow from Detroit. Melvin Gordon from the Chargers. We re-signed Shelby Harris. I'm just saying, man. <clears throat> Last year wasn't that great. I think we ended up winning four games. I can't even remember how many games we won. Seven games. Six, seven games. I can't remember. It wasn't that good. But if you take a look at the games we lost, we were right there with a lot of the teams. Maybe except for the Chiefs. For the most part, we were right there with a lot of teams. We're still a very young team. <clears throat> On both sides of the ball now. But now... Having a, adding a veteran like Melvin Gordon, you add people like Glasgow on offense. Drew Locke will come in his own. You give him weapons. You add his court in the Southern already, and he's going to be in his third year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Noah Fan had a breakout year last year, offensive rookie, our best tight end rookie year ever. And also Philip Lindsay, um, all pro, pro bowler. Was he Rookie of the Year? I can't remember. I don't think he was. They have made the great steps going forward to becoming a very, very strong team. Being able to win our division. And that is, you know, it's purple. We're going to rain purple rain on the division. We're going to rain, make it rain on here, you know, make it rain out here. Drew Locke was Four-time all, four All-State can make a ring wherever he wants. Old school. You guys remember that? No, was it old school? No, it wasn't old school. Oh, shit. Wedding Crashes. My favorite movie. Can't believe I messed it up. So, First-team All-State. I'll make it rain out here. That's what Drew Locke's going to do. Drew, Locke, and Loaded. Denver Broncos are setting themselves up for success. And I, I don't know if they're done signing. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Only time will tell. All right, shut up. Everyone mind your business. I am very pleased with what they did. Resigned Justin Simmons. I think they put a um, tag on Justin Simmons. Um, I love the Shelby Harris bringing him back for another year. He was very key in a lot of those wins we did. Uh, we got. can't even talk right now. It's ridiculous. Watch out for the Denver Broncos. That's all I'm saying. Just watch out for the Denver Broncos because they are... They're becoming pretty vicious. Von Miller is going to sack the fuck out of COVID-19. Um, Bradley Chubb is going to be coming back, sacking anybody in his way. Um, sports will be back up and running. Don't you guys worry about it. Everyone will be able to watch it live. We're going to run rampant on this division. Even on the AFC. We're going to do work. Believe that. Who says that? Oh, Roman Reigns, believe that. We'll talk about wrestling too here in a second. Um, <clears throat> my boy CD Lamb went to Dallas Cowboys. I was letting, I, I kind of wanted the Broncos to take CD Lamb, but I'm okay with Jerry Judy. 
Speed kills, man. My boy CD for the T D. Um, great pickup for the Cowboys. <clears throat> Another uh, weapon for whoever the QB is. I don't even know what's gonna be Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Apparently, he can't feed his family off forty mil, so he's gonna hold out for a lot of money. He's doing it wrong, man. We've been th- we've been through this before. Been through this before. Um, <clears throat> Chargers. Speaking of the Chargers, they picked up. They traded pick with the Patriots, so that's where they got that from. Um, they picked up Kenneth Murray. You guys know Ken Murray from Oklahoma as well. A beast. They are stacking that defense. They're playing. They're 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 planning to do work. This can be probably the most competitive um division outside of the um NFC West. Is that the one with the Niners, Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks, I believe. Um Everyone else kind of did their thing. Patrick McQueen going to the Ravens. I like Patrick McQueen, LSU linebacker. And then um, <clears throat> got so much to unravel. I'm just going to go through the first round. Let's get to the Packers. The Packers selected Jordan Love from Utah State. Utah State Aggies, I believe they are. Very, head, very big head scratcher. And... This could go either way. This could be, um, and this is Matt Lafleur's first year as a head coach. I think former backup to, I think he's a former backup to Aaron Rodgers. If I'm not mistaken. I gotta pull that up because I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want to mess this up. I need to fact check myself before you guys fact check me. Um, Team's coach, Matt LaFleur. Yep, Green Bay Packers. There it is right there. Personal information by Green Bay Packers. As a coach, as a player, he coached. What's that? Is that what it says? No. Who the fuck am I thinking of? Playing career. No. This is someone different. Who am I thinking about? Anyways, <clears throat> good thing I fact-checked. Um... First year as a head coach, you take in the first round, your first pick ever, Jordan Love, in the first round. Usually when you take a quarterback in the first round, you're thinking of for the future. You're thinking of maybe right away. <clears throat> so you get Jordan Love, initial thinking is that you want to replace Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that was the thinking. Why would you want to replace one of the best quarterbacks in the league? Because even with now, even with the team he's had, he still took him to the NFC Championship. If I'm not mistaken. Um. Yeah, I think Aaron Jones is probably the best player. Um, Aaron Jones played very, very well last year, and so did um. I'm drawing a blank. I am drawing a blank, guys. The hell's his name? Um, Green Bay Packers. First year. 
Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Yeah, Jimmy Graham as well. Not the most stellar receiving core or line, you know, but you, you do what you you know, do what you can. Aaron Rodgers still has a gun on him. He's still all state or what is there, state farm double check Aaron Rodgers gunslinger. He can still throw the ball. Um and I think the thought I don't know what the thought process really was. Because they were this close to being in the Super Bowl. This close. Um, but they got beat up by the by the Niners. Um, I think that was a tale of two halves. I think they had him in the first half, then they came back and won, and um, <clears throat> the Niners came back and won the second half, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. I was like, what, four months ago? Um, a lot has happened in four months. So forgive me. They did in the second round. The Packers did in the second round select. Um, what the hell is it at? Running back out of I can't remember. So much to bring in. So much to remember. And I need I have this cheat sheet. I just missed it. There it is. AJ Dillon running back from Boston College. Yeah. Same thing. I think it could have gone somewhere else. Um, kind of, yeah. Don't know. I wouldn't have taken Jordan Love. I but the reason I think the reason behind they look at someone like Patrick Mahomes. I didn't think Patrick Mahomes is going to be worth the damn in the NFL. Super Bowl champion, MVP, Super Bowl MVP, all that. Cover Madden, all that. Broke the Madden curse. Um, <clears throat> so I think they saw something and LaFleur being quarterback himself, being quarterbacks coach all this time, saw something that in the future that he'll be able to maybe even be able to use throughout the season. Don't know what the top process is. New playbook, new uh, system. So who knows what's going to happen? Only time will tell, but still a head scratcher because you probably could have gotten, they traded up to get him. They probably could have gotten him in a different, you know, in a different position. I, I still think he would have been there in the second round. I don't think that a whole lot of people are going to beat down the doors to get Jordan Love. Um, that's it, man. That's about the NFL draft. NFL draft's crazy. First virtual NFL draft. Um, I think the big winners were the Dolphins. I didn't even talk about Tampa Bay. I'm not even going to talk about Tampa Bay. I'm sick of talking about Tampa, Tampa Bay. Um, Broncos definitely one of the big winners. Uh, Chargers made out pretty good. Um, <clears throat> and one thing I didn't talk about was the Philadelphia Eagles taking Jalen Hurts in the second round. Um, <clears throat> they are um, – I like the pick, man. Jalen Hurts going to do work. Jalen Hurts is a smart dude. A lot of people don't talk about Jalen Hurts because of, you know, he was at Alabama, got replaced, and went to Oklahoma, did his thing. Jalen Hurts is a smart, smart dude. And he, um, I think they need to do that. Carson Wentz, really, what has Carson Wentz done? He didn't win the Super Bowl for him, Nick Foles did. He's been injured. He's injury prone. 
isn't really available for the team, why not get a quarterback? You're going to have to have someone reliable. That's why you do it. So, and all in all, I think the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins, the Broncos, Chargers, the big winners. That's my opinion. What do I know? Um, <clears throat> that's it about the draft, man. Just like, I just want, I could spend 40 hours talking about the draft here. <clears throat> but once again, I'm going to say this for the last time today, only time will tell. Um, in other news, though, sports is a is on the brink of coming back. UFC has confirmed that they are going to be coming back May 9th. So we're about a week away, over a week away from UFC coming back. Now, UFC fight card will be headlined by Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson May 9th. Um, they also, they, I think they're doing one May 13th as well. And then May 16th, if I'm not mistaken here, give me a sec here. Um, except whatever the hell are cookies. Anyways, anyone want to tell me, um, here we go. One second. Let me go back here. So Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson will headline the card on May 9th. They're going to do on May 3rd. Um, and they're going to do on May 16th, all in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I think Florida has been open up for like a week now. <laughs> I think they've been up and running, so it doesn't really matter. Um, exciting, exciting, exciting. Um, right now, here's the card right now. So we could run down the card real quick. We're already talking about all these fights already. But this is kind of more confirming. Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, intern lightweight belt. Um, Henry Cejudo versus one of my favorite fighters of all time, Dominic Cruz, for the bantamweight title, 135 pounds. Um, this makes sense because both of them, 135 champ Henry Cejudo, Dominic Champ, former 135 champ, Dominic Champ Cruz, 135 champion. Never got it stripped from him. He got it stripped from him because he was injured, so he never got it back. Jarzina Rosenstruck versus Francis Ngannou, bangers. We're going to have to say that again, bangers, bangers, bangers. Calvin Qatar versus Jeremy Stevens. More bangers. Jorgen DeCastro versus Greg Hardy. DeCastro hopefully knocks his block off. Um, those are the main card. Prelims getting a little bit pretty good. Donald Calvastroni versus Anthony Pettis, number two. They fought before. Pettis beat him up. I remember that with body shots. It was not good. Alexi Olenek versus Fabricio Verdum. Alexi Olenek, I believe, is a 43... Um, was on that card with um, uh, McGregor and Cowboy. Fabricio Verdum coming back from his suspension. A good fight to come back into. We'll see if it's rust or not. We'll see what happens. Both grapplers. Only, yeah, whatever. Carlos Barza versus Michelle Watterson. Bangers. Uh, Ronaldo Jacare Sosa versus Uriah Hall. This card is ridiculous, guys. And we're not even through all the fights. Early prelims, Vicente Luque versus Nico Price. Bryce Mitchell versus Charlie Rosa. Sam Alvey versus Ryan Span. I mean, this is nuts. One of the best cards you'll see in a long time. And the hard work paid off for Dana White. And they're going to get, they're finally going to get sports up and running next week, May 9th. Um, other than that, I don't think anything else is official. Um, 
other than what you see here. Let me go to events here. Um, but I think they're still looking at a lot of other good fights too. Um, I think on that one, you'll eventually see the... Because May 16th, they were supposed to be in San Diego. But I think you'll see Dustin Poirier Dan, and uh, Dan Page. You're going to see a lot of fights. A lot of other stuff. I'm excited, guys. I'm ready. I'm ready for the break in, uh, you know, the break in the monotony. I've said this before. Break in this crazy norm we got going on right now. Um, God damn, my mouth is dry AF. I can't talk for like an hour at a time like this. Crazy. But the draft happened. I had to talk about it. Did a little baby podcast on Last Dance. Um, and now we're talking about the UFC coming back. And I'm, I couldn't be more excited. I'm ready to drop that stimulus check hip. You know, got that stimmy check. So, I'm, you know, I might mess around and get, get fired so I can get that unemployment check as well. Just kidding. I won't do that. Um, and, you know, drop a little change on the ESPN pay-per-view. Keep your eye out, man. We're going to talk about this next week. I just wanted to glaze over it. You guys didn't list. You guys haven't heard about it. Now you know. Two more. Um, so three UFC events in seven, eight days. I'm pumped, man. Wednesday night, May 13th, and then Saturday, May 16th. All of them at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena. Obviously going to be empty, I believe. But I'm excited, man. Just violence. Oh, I'm ready for the violence coming. Good violence. Good violence. Um, NBA is on the verge of kind of reconvening back. Um, the NBA has come out and said that they're allowing teams on May 1st to get back to training if their state allows it. Denver, I don't know if they're allow it. I don't know about California, L.A. Um, there's a lot of states who do. I think Florida, obviously, being one of them, I think. Texas, I'm not, I don't know what the... I know we are changing as of this month, this week, in Colorado to stay safer at home, which kind of same thing, but they suggest you stay home. Opening more barbershops, a couple restaurants. We'll see where this goes. May 1st is when the NBA is supposed to be coming together, coming together to kind of see what they're going to do, how they're going to finish out the season. Are they going to finish out the season? Uh, today it's gone on record that League 1 and League 2 of France Cancel their season. The Dutch soccer teams have all the Dutch soccer um, leagues cancel their season. Premier League is going to reconvene here pretty soon to talk about what they're going to do. Um, and you know, La Italia, Italian league, and also La Liga. Don't know what's going to happen there. So I don't know if other teams are going to follow suit. It's going to be very difficult to get all these games in in a matter of time. Um, especially when things are still not fully up and running. But I miss sports and I want it to come back. Baby, come back. That's it, man. Um, WWE actually did release a couple people. Most notably, Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez signed like in November, December. <clears throat> did a little thing with Brock Lesnar. No, October. October, November. Did a little thing with Brock Lesnar. And then a little thing with Ray Mysterio. And that was it, man. And then... Didn't do anything for Royal Rumble as we thought he would. Um, got released. I don't know whatever happened there. Um, didn't get used as they initially thought. I mean, obviously, this COVID-19 kind of messed, put a wrench in a lot of things. Um, also, Gerald Briscoe. Gerald Briscoe, old, old Oklahoma State wrestler. 
35 years with the company got released as well. Um, you guys know Joe Briscoe, part of the Stooges way back in the day. Pretty crazy, man. This I want all this shit to be over with. I want us to be back up and running. Sit your ass at home until otherwise. Um, let's get it popping, man. Let's get back to normal. Let's go watch sports together. Let's go watch. Let's go watch movies together. Let's go eat at restaurants together. I miss eating at Olive Garden. You know, I miss eating barbecue. I miss eating. I used to have a, a breakfast club with my friend Tim. We used to do it every weekend at a, a place out here, Doug's Diner. We can't do that. Um. So yeah, let's get back to normal. Let's you know try to do our part. And uh, that's it. That's all I got for you. The Troy Palomalu episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast, number 43. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to start streaming after this. Twitch.tv slash MRAKACO. Go subscribe. Go follow me. Um, I'm pretty funny. And then uh, download the app. You can check it out on your app on your phone. YouTube.com slash YouTube.com slash Sports Plus Life. And then um, MRAKACO on Instagram and Twitter. And Sports Plus Life on Instagram and Twitter. So I'll let your boy. Thank you guys for so much for tuning in. I know it was a long-winded episode. I could barely talk. I got to go get something to eat. I'm hungry. So I will catch you guys. Episode number 44 of the Sports Plus Life podcast. Let's.